0: Broadcasting from Cincinnati, Ohio. And
1: Phoenix, Arizona.
0: You are listening to Work Life 360.
1: This podcast is all about helping one another navigate through the noise and the clutter that's holding us back from our potential to be a healthier, successful community. Whether it's stress, head trash, time management, tips on living a healthier lifestyle, or just navigating lifelong goals, this podcast is everything work life related. I'm Rhonda.
0: And I'm Bruce. We're here to provide you with tips and tricks to help you navigate through the day-to-day mental blocks. Let's get started. Welcome back to episode 26 of Work Life 360. Today, we're going to be talking about change. Yes, I know, change. Everybody hates change, but everybody loves change. But first, if you are a first-time listener, welcome to Work Life 360. If you've been with us for a while, thank you. To continue to join us every Wednesday as Rhonda and I deliver to you guys great content again today is all about change Rhonda how you doing
1: I'm doing well I'm giggling for some reason <laughs> you're saying that um, when you said everybody loves it and everybody hates it right isn't that the truth
0: yes my good hate relationship for sure
1: like so many things in life but super grateful that I tend to open my arms to change as much as possible but even though sometimes those little anxious thoughts in my head sometimes pop up but uh, anyway doing great
0: yes um, so obviously there's some change going on with your environment Yes. Uh, you and I kind of talked about it a little bit some exciting change, mm-hmm. good, bad, and different. It's, it's change. Um, and I think, without, we'll, we'll go into detail in the, about that in a minute, but throughout our lives, whether we are uh, in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, career, ch- change is inevitable. Um, you know, I, I deal with a lot of anxiety when it comes to change and I can get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want everybody as, as you're listening to this to, to kind of reflect on a moment when you went through a massive change in your life. Okay. And as we share our stories and experiences and kind of tips and tricks, like keep that, that scenario, that situation fresh in your mind and learn from it and grow from it. Um, and I'm going to get into some personality traits of each personality and how they embrace change. But, um, you know, again, think back to a situation that you had to embrace change, whether it was forced upon you or welcome, and kind of picture yourself in that situ- in that moment. But, Rhonda, why don't you share kind of what's going on with you and, and your events
1: Yes, so we have merged here at Global Trans with Worldwide Express. This is day two, so we had our town hall uh, meeting today, Um, a welcoming email yesterday, and it's always interesting. I've been in the workforce in four different situations during a merger or acquisition, and with that type of change, which some would say is a major change, right? Because the way we went about our day-to-day business, different aspects of that are going to change. And as humans, we naturally, our brain prefers to work in a more comfortable way. So we use less energy that requires less energy. So anytime there's change, that requires an abundance amount of energy, which can bring about some feelings of anxiety if we don't slow our mindset down and um, make assumptions or become very worrisome, like thinking about "oh no, you know what's going to happen," you know, so there's that threat feeling versus just looking at change as an opportunity to experience life and our everyday ways of doing things, maybe in a more productive better way than we can even think about or even conceptualize. So we think that there are different types of personality traits that are more inviting to this. And based upon each of our lived experiences, it still goes back to how change has impacted different stages of our life, different stages of our development, and what tools were we privy to during these major transitions that allowed us to evolve in a healthy way and not see um, or create these biases within us that change. Oh, shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So as we're experiencing some change here in the workforce, I feel... From a personal perspective, I'm in a good place for that. I welcome it and I hope that my team that may be feeling some anxiety for whatever reason that they are, because again, each one of us is gonna have a different experience when change happens and that's gonna create all these emotions, right? I just wanna be a vehicle for them to come express whatever it is that they're feeling, all the possibilities and maybe some anxieties where they're not going to be judged and they can just vent because sometimes when we just vent that stuff out or we write it down the pros and cons that creates again movement in our emotions that maybe can help us see the sunshine in our day day. so i'm very grateful to be in the situation again with some experience because i've learned through my own experience that the anxiety and the worry just is not healthy and it doesn't help. And we can't control certain things, but we can control to a certain extent, our openness and willingness to engage in these changes, in all aspects of our life.
0: Yeah, you know, I tell people all the time, you have control over three things in life. Your schedule, your attitude, and how you apply your daily activities. So your attitude is—you is, know—you can shift your mindset. Um, and it's kind of—it's—it's it's kind of funny. Uh, last week I was in Nashville, working on working on my business and personal development and all sorts of good stuff. And uh, one of the speakers, and this this keeps popping up in my head as we talk about change, is uh, she kept mentioning you have to embrace the suck, right? Like change, <laughs> yeah. change is hard, change is, is difficult, embrace it, right? Hold on to it, embrace it. Uh, so as we as we talk about this, it's I keep thinking, just embrace the suck, right? Um, so I wanna dig in just a little bit about some personalities here. So um, I don't know if everybody's familiar with the, the DISC assessment. Um, It's a personality assessment. Um, With my company, we use the disc company called Navigate, Um, and in Navigate there are four personality types just like there are in disc. You've got the fighter, the entertainer, the detective, and the counselor. Of those personalities, lo and behold, the detective does not like change the most and just so happens you're listening to a detective, um, I do not like change. Change, I I, I push it away, I, I throw it away, I, I just don't like it. And here's a story. So in my last career, I had, you know, I was a top producer um, at my last company, so top producers typically got window seats. And as petty as that sounds, like that's kind of nice to have a window seat. And so here I am next to my window seat, and been there for like two years. You know, just sitting there enjoying my window seat, not really acknowledging it for uh, anything other than like I get to look out the window a little easier. <laughs> uh, and my boss comes to me and says, you know, hey Bruce, we're gonna we're gonna move some people around. You know, I'm gonna be going over the seating chart with everybody, and. Uh, I just wanted to let you know and right away my anxiety went from you know I was already having a pretty rough day all the way to skyrocket you know they put me right in the middle of the room and I went into my boss's office and said, I'm not moving like I I I've earned it you know kind of a little bit of entitlement okay uh, I was like I just I don't want to move I was comfortable there I like you mentioned I didn't exert any more energy by being in a new atmosphere, it was 20 feet away. But it was that change. I was a hockey player growing up, and hockey players are very superstitious. And I was superstitious at the time, like thinking, oh my gosh, like, what if this seat is giving me all of my good vibes, you know? Um, so embrace the suck, okay? Change is hard. And if you have access to identify what your personality is, um, I think the disk assessment costs $120. Uh, there are free ones out there. Um, I know ours Navigate is $160. Um, but understand your personality, what traits you have, um, and kind. Of, it's it's almost eerie to read, you know, the, the printout that you get back because it's like, oh my God, how do they know all this about me?
1: I don't know, I've done several personality trait tests before. The program that you use, Bruce, how often or what their research shows um, in terms of at different stages of your life, again, with more growth Mm -hmm. and learning opportunities and curiosity about why you're the detective and curiosity about the different other types of personality traits you can actually teach yourself and become skilled in other personality traits, even like a introvert or an extrovert. Like We all go through different stages based upon different scenarios or different situations where we may tap into these traits to use them as a resource to kind of manage the change. So when you mentioned that you were a detective and I'm visualizing this happening... So I just see, Bruce, I can I can visualize you in my mind's eye by the window where there's some more space where you're able to um, work where you feel less trapped, where there's yeah. more openness. And then you mentioned how they moved you into the center of the room. So as I'm watching you in my mind's eye move, that can be a pretty... Troubling triggering place for a lot of people particularly if people don't really want to be seen mm-hmm. And it can feel very small in that space versus where you were
0: You're hundred percent, right? That's that's exactly how I was feeling and Because um, I didn't want to be seen, you know, mm-hmm. I was a top producer People would always come over and talk to me and like I just wanted to do my job right, I just wanted to do my job well and um, you know there was a point where I wasn't in the middle and you know they would have new hire classes walk around and you know they would talk about top producers in the company and then people would come up and say oh hey you know you're Bruce uh, and, and try to pick my brain I'm like I, I don't want that like I just let me do my job you know um, I want to help people mm-hmm. don't take it that way it's that it was it was like a spotlight you mm-hmm. know um, so but but going back to the personalities real quick so You brought up a really good point of being able to tap into yourself but not only yourself but others Um, so with navigate we've heard of the golden rule right treat others the way that you want to be treated Um, in fact I was I was talking to somebody about this a couple weeks ago and it was kind of funny because I was like you've heard of the golden rule right he said yeah the person with the gold makes the rules (laughs) no no no, not that rule Um, but we teach a different So navigate is selling or talking to people, right? So if we're talking selling, because that's kind of what we do is is sales, but selling the way that people like to buy, not the way that we, the salesperson, like to sell. Mm -hmm. So if if you're a manager listening to this, okay, lead the way that your team wants to be led or lead the way that your employee wants to be led not the way that you the employer want to lead if it's a manager lead the way that your people want to be led not how you the leader wants to lead and so once you identify your teams and each an individual personality you will become so much more of an effective communicator because you're gonna know how to communicate with this person versus you leading the way that you like to lead. Um, very, very important. You know, I had, I had managers at my last job that it was their way or the highway, right? Um, they, they didn't take into consideration, you know, personality types. Um, navigating your, whoever you're speaking with is super important. Once you identify their personality. So Rhonda, I would, I would classify you as as a counselor as your primary mm-hmm. meaning you care about others um before yourself you you like group decisions um you want to get the group's input okay i could be wrong but that's that's my hunch uh and then i, I think you've got a little bit of fighter in you um which is a good thing fighters are direct to the point directors or uh, fighters are um you know, they make decisions kind of quickly, but then entertainers are, the, the the best way to describe an entertainer is, imagine some, like two entertainers talking, like first meeting each other for the first time, and they get, it takes them like 15 minutes to get through the pleasantries. Like, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Great, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great, how are you? How about this? Did you watch that? You know, it, they, they make decisions based off of emotion, right? how are they gonna feel after this event, after this sale, once they have your product, whatever. Um, And then detectives are very analytical. They are slow to make decisions, um, they want facts, they want data to back it up, um, and they don't like change, we'll just say that.
1: So I'm listening to you present these personality traits and thinking about our team here as we're going through changes and I think our culture here, very much navigating through a space of kind of what you, had, the counselor, but still having fighters, entertainers, and detectives within. And one of the thing that resonates with me is when I'm in a situation, whether it's been here at Global Trans or when I was working with FEMA in Washington, D.C., going over some disaster management planning, I appreciate just from my perspective seeing leadership that encompasses all those different personality traits because we as humans we're going to naturally gravitate towards certain energies towards certain different personality types. So I think that with change having folks in leadership communicate the mission and the culture of what's next with these changes that will ensue it's really important to as you mentioned know your people Mm -hmm. if you do not know your people you can do a lot of damage unintentionally if you're more of a detective style leader and saying that appreciating that person appreciating the entertainer appreciating the fighter appreciating the counselor but sometimes If we feel like we've been moved from our window seat and now we're small in the middle of all of these chaos that may transpire because everybody's feeling anxiety about the change and they feel like their voice is now silent or not as valued, that leads to that feeling of smallness in the center of room and that can ruin, ruin an organization so organizations that get it right hopefully they're leading with authentic transparency and having these different personality traits there to communicate it so that all of us with different personality traits feel like we have someone that that we can identify with
0: and during this time of transition you know you mentioned this could be a great thing Mm -hmm. um you know, not all change is bad, first of all. I I, I work with a guy, uh, let's see, two, maybe three weeks ago, he showed up to work. His name's Travis. Travis showed up to work and right away got pulled into the boss's office, said, hey, we want to offer you a severance package. You know, kind of, si- if you sign it, we'll give it to you. If you don't, you're probably not going to have a job in two weeks. Um, ironically, we had a coaching call an hour after that, meeting and he was none needless to say upset. And, you know, I kept telling him, was like, Travis, like, you, you said it to me several times, like, you're not happy here.
1: Mm.
0: You're, you don't respect the leadership. I mean, that was a big one. He didn't respect it. Um, he value some of the same things they did. Okay. And so he, I talked to him yesterday. And this was like the best news I heard yesterday. He, so let's see. He signed the document on on a Wednesday. That Thursday, he just randomly walked into another. He sells insurance. Okay, kind of preface that he sells insurance. So he went into another uh, insurance agency and said, "Hey, I'd like to apply for a job here. I don't know if you have anything open." They said, "Actually, you know what? We we actually do. Um, come back tomorrow. We'll let let's set something up." he had a job offer by Friday doing more of what he likes to do, which he loves to, he, he loves to sell insurance. He loves it. And so there's no customer service work and he's making $12,000 more than what he was at his last job. So change can be great, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's that, that ability to, could he have crumbled gone through the whole boo-hoo me I lost my job this wasn't fair he took action right away and so when we have change if you have change in your life taking action and implementing whether it's a schedule whether it's different goals whether it's a different ownership but taking action cures that fear that worry right so he yes he could have sat back and you know wrote out his severance package for probably, you know, six months. But, and so I was so happy yesterday when he shared that story with me, you know, the great thing is, is not only is he going to be doing more of what he loves to do, but he's going to be making more money doing it. And he doesn't have to work on the weekends, which was a big selling point. So all, all that to say, embrace the suck. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. It's just, just allow yourself to be open to the possibilities. Mm -hmm. Um, And just having that mindset and then, as you mentioned, making a move that changes the chit-chat that we have in our head and allows us to move those emotions and then embrace all the new connections and opportunities as a result of one change. I'm thinking, thinking how can we apply this to an action item, Bruce?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, reflect on a a period of time when you went through change what made that change great or scary what did you do to overcome that change in order to push yourself to embrace the change and and move towards the new normal
1: i can't wait to dive into this
0: (laughs) yeah so guys this concludes our episode of work like 360 thank you so much for tuning in as always be safe and be kind
1: take care everybody be well That wraps up this episode of WorkLife360.
0: Thanks for joining us. Make sure to check out all of our other episodes for even more great content. Check out the show notes, any links, any articles that we've referenced in today's episode. We appreciate your time and ask you to send any feedback to WorkLife360podcast at gmail.com. We value your time and we're here for you. Contact me directly if you'd like to learn more about me coming to run a free sales training workshop for your team. Follow me on LinkedIn or check out my website at BrucePumierSWC.com.
1: If you'd like to learn more about me or have a free health consult, check me out on LinkedIn or visit my website at Living.com. Thanks for joining us.